The Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Lupus and Flu Shots. Welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to encourage you if you're living with lupus. Maybe you don't have lupus, but would like to understand what your loved ones that have it go through. Whatever the reason for you tuning in today, I say welcome and thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I wanted to remind you of resources that are available on lupus living portion of my website, thegwenalexander.com. When you go to the lupus section, there are free resources available from various organizations that help you understand lupus and how it affects you. Also available on Amazon.com is a short ebook that I wrote called Living Life with Lupus, a guide to living a full life while having lupus. It has some things that I've learned to help me deal with living with lupus that might help you. I regularly go into my lupus survival kit pretty much every day to help me make it through the day. So that's available on Amazon.com. And thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and let me know how the podcast has helped you and that you've also shared it with others and how it encourages you. It encourages me that the things that I struggle with can help someone else through their struggles. If anything, it lets me know I'm not alone in this and you aren't alone either. Well, it is flu season. In the United States, flu season starts when the weather starts getting colder. And in the state that I live in, it could start getting cold in September and might not get warm again until April or May. The peak of flu season is usually between December to February. According to the Centers for Disease Control in the United States, people at high risk for getting the flu are adults 65 or older, adults with chronic health conditions, which we already know that, And that includes people with asthma, diabetes, pregnant women, and young children, and those also with chronic kidney disease. Symptoms of the flu are fever, or you might feel feverish, cough, sore throat, runny or stuffy nose, muscle or body aches, headaches, fatigue, and some people have diarrhea, and this could be more common in children than adults but not everyone may get a fever if they have the flu. When I read over those symptoms a few years ago when I was really trying to learn about the flu, I thought, great, how do I tell the difference between a lupus flare and if I have the flu? Because I have pretty much the same symptoms with the body aches and the fatigue, maybe not the runny nose and that thing, that stuff, but everything else kind of goes with lupus also. When flu season started in 2018, I was debating at that time whether to get a flu shot or not. I was newly diagnosed at the end of 2017, and I was still trying to figure out what was going on in my life. How do I deal with living with lupus? I was just getting used to my medications, and I was still having my flares pretty regular, and I was still trying to figure out what is causing these things. And then I was diagnosed with another autoimmune disease, which I was trying to get a hold of. 
When it came time for a flu shot in 2018, I admit I was scared. I didn't know how my body was going to handle it. Would I have a reaction and end up in the hospital? Everything I read about lupus says how it attacks your body because your body thinks it's sick, even though you aren't sick. And my thought was, would my body think the flu vaccine was something to attack? I had no basis for the line of thought, but I was just coming from a bad year health-wise, and I really didn't want to go through that again. I don't even remember if my doctor asked me if I wanted a flu shot that year, but I remember I did not get one in 2018. I tried my best to stay healthy. Now, this was before the current situation with COVID, so no one was wearing a mask. No one was too worried about staying home from work if they were sick. You know, nobody was using hand sanitizer regularly. I had a few people that actually made fun of me because if I knew they were sick, I would try to avoid them and I would ask them to please not get close to me. Now, it was seen as funny at that time, but then I would have to explain to them why I needed them not to be near me if they were sick. I still don't feel like that I was taken very seriously. I felt like if I had worn a mask at that time, pre-COVID, that I would have been seen as the one that everybody else needed to stay away from, like something was wrong with me. And I had started carrying hand sanitizer with me right after my diagnosis. And the church I attended at that time, they would have where they would shake hands. I think I've talked about this in past episodes. And there were people that would just literally grab my hand and shake it, even though I told them I did not want to shake hands. They just didn't understand what could happen if I got sick. Maybe I should do an episode on lupus and setting boundaries. Hey, that might be one that might be coming soon. But let's get back to talking about flu shots. So in 2018, I didn't get a flu shot. I was doing okay until February of 2019. One day I started feeling very fatigued. It was more than normal. But the thing is, in January of that year, I had been fighting the fatigue to the point I, I had to take a few days off of work just so I could sleep. When this happened in February, I thought, okay, here comes a flare. But then I started to get the cough and the fevers. For me, the cough was what let me know this isn't lupus. This is the flu. And I would cough so hard that my stomach muscles would hurt. It got to the point that before I would cough, I would bend over so that it wouldn't hurt as much. I knew this could turn into something bad if I didn't really watch it closely. There was one day at work. Yes, I went to work and I should not have. But I guess I looked horrible. Because my supervisor said, Gwen, I think you need to go home. And my response was, yeah, I think you are right. And that was on a Thursday. And then I stayed home that Friday. So for several days, all I did was sit in a chair. I would go in and out of sleep and watch YouTube videos. I did have one of my friends on speed dial because if it got bad, I was ready to go to the hospital. I might have even had a bag packed because that's the one thing that now... If I have to go in the hospital, I want to have certain things with me because more than likely, they're going to keep me for a few days. I kind of remember crying during that time too because I didn't want to end up back in the hospital. I think it got to me because my body was run down from the lupus flare and I had been stressed out about something that was going on at that time, so it was just like the perfect storm of everything. My body was depleted and I got the flu. I remember when it finally ran its course, my fever broke. And I finally stopped coughing and I could sleep almost all night. 
When flu season rolled around at the end of 2019, my doctor asked me, do you want the flu shot? And I said, yes. Now, at that point, I didn't care what kind of side effects I had. If the shot could help my symptoms not be so severe, that would be great. The main thing I had happen was my, my arm they gave the shot to me in was very sore. I mean, I could barely move my arm. And I remember it was sore for about three days and I was kind of tired. But other than that, I was okay. This year, I decided to get one. And the only side effect I had was my arm was sore, but it wasn't as bad as it was last year. I don't know if it's because I knew what to expect and I took it easy on using my arm or I don't know. It just seemed to go a little bit better this year. The literature that I was given after my shot said, you might have a mild fever and feel tired or achy after you get the flu shot. And it said some people also have soreness, redness, or swelling where the needle went in. Getting the vaccine doesn't necessarily mean that you won't get the flu. According to WebMD, the vaccine tells your body to make antibodies to fight certain strains of the virus. Doctors choose strains based on the ones they think are most likely to show up that year. The vaccine takes about two weeks to work. You can get sick even if you get one, but the illness will likely be milder than if you skip the vaccine. When it comes to if you should get the flu shot, please, please talk to your doctor. Don't base your decision on my story that I just told you. Let your doctor know what your concerns are if you have any. You know, I was afraid to get a flu shot because I was afraid my body would think it was something it needed to attack, which I had no basis for that. That was just my fear. If that's your fear, tell your doctor. I'm sure they can describe to you better than I can because I'm not a doctor or a scientist what the flu shot does to your body and all that stuff. I would advise if you get it to listen to your body. I had mine done when I knew I would be off of work for a few days. This gave me time to rest and if I felt something wasn't right, I could get to the doctor quickly. I thought about trying to explain what goes on into making a flu vaccine, but that's not my area of expertise. And I'm sure your doctor, like I said, could explain it better to you than I could. Or you can probably Google it and find it on the internet somewhere. I just wanted to share my experience of how I decided whether I wanted to take a flu shot or not. I wanted to share with you how my experience with, was with getting the shot. I'm hoping that I don't, I don't get the flu. My advice to you during this flu season is do your best to get your rest. Listen closely to your body and any changes that you notice. And try your best to avoid others that are sick if possible. If you think you do have the flu, contact your doctor as soon as possible to see what they recommend that you should do. Have you had an experience like I did? Were you afraid to get the flu vaccine? I'd like to know. You can email me, gwen at thegwenalexander.com or send me a message through the Lupus Living Podcast Facebook page and let me know that way. And while you're there on Facebook, you can go ahead and click the like button to get the latest posts in your uh, Facebook feed. And please don't forget to share the podcast with others that you think it might help. You know, maybe not necessarily people that have lupus, but maybe they have a chronic illness because it seems a lot of the chronic il illnesses that I read about, all the symptoms somewhat overlap. Today's quote that I'd like to leave you with is about taking care of yourself. Now, I can't remember if I've used this one before because remember, I have lupus brain, but I thought it was a good one to use. So if we've had it before, here's a repeat. And that quote is, 
Remember to take care of yourself. Sometimes you get so busy taking care of others that you forget that you are important too. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views of any guest on the podcast are their own. The host of the podcast is not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before you make any changes that may affect your health in any way.